Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the train stuff. My name is Anish Ramaswamy. This handsome gentleman right here is Steve Landry. Hi, Steve. How you doing, Anish? I'm fantastic. How are you? It's How good. have you been? It's, I'm good. I'm doing well. It's it's hot, you know. I'm getting a good sweat on every 15 minutes or so, but, you it, know. Yeah. We just, were just, just living and loving. We were just talking about that. It's not, it, the Indiana weather is, is just something new. It's, it's just something different. It's miserable. If nobody, if you've never, if, first of all, if you're a Purdue fan that's not in Indiana or has never been in Indiana, I don't really know. I don't know if that's possible. I, well, surely, I mean, I commend you on being a yeah, Purdue no, fan. Yeah, no, if you are, I, I, mean, I appreciate that. I don't know how you got started, but hey, for sure, keep going. I, yeah, keep on keeping on. But we're here to talk. Uh, we're here to talk some basketball. What do you want to talk about, Steve? Unless you want to talk about your summer first. Mm, I really doubt all seven listeners want to hear about my summer. Well, you went. You went halfway across the world. That's true. I went to India. You went to back. my motherland. Yeah, the, the homeland. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's pretty um, exciting. India was good. Uh, a couple people recognized Purdue over there, which was pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. See, I'm telling you, Boilermaker, uh, the Boilermaker all over the brand world. is everywhere. Other than that, you know, food was good. Uh, uh, Taj Mahal is awesome. It's a sweet uh, thing. You know, the, the heat is hot. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's, it's, a, good, pleasant, it's a good experience. No. I, I, I recommend everyone go to India <laughs> at least once. It's <laughs> just once. Just take a trip yeah. over there. Two I, weeks yeah. tops. That's all you need to spend there. I can say I've been there before once I or twice. I should hope, yeah. What do you want to talk about first, Steve? Uh, we got a bunch of topics. We do. You, you pick, you um, pick, and we will start wherever. I think in May. Yeah, while I was away in India, my brother, I messaged me and said, "Hey, I just played a pickup one-on-one against Jordan Holes." <laughs> I was like, "What?" He said, "Yeah, scored seven points on him." I was like, well, "Bullshit." <laughs> it's a good transition because now we'll get to uh, we'll get to Purdue specific for the yep. next year. I played some pickup ball with none other than Sandy Marchuch at That's the, right. the Torek a couple of weeks ago. Big Sandy. He's first of all, he's massive. Oh, I know. I was I was lifting at the wreck and I saw him and he just I was gra- <laughs> casually staring at well not casually, trying to sure. be discreet sure. staring at him through the mirror as of course. I was you know, doing some sort of you getting lift. Your pump on. Yeah, getting trying your pump to get rid on. of the man boobs. Yeah. And uh, you know, he was just sitting there and I was like, Good lord. He looks like a grizzly bear. Yeah. The dude's enormous. Oh yeah. Um he apparently warms up even when he's playing an open gym, he warms up by dribbling like a jackhammer. Uh he throws the ball against the wall several times. Um, and he dribbles to like he he was he had a whole court to himself or a, like a half court to himself and was doing like the low dribble like to yeah. half court and back you know just he's like probably the, beating out some uh, old stresses that have haunted him for the past twenty plus years. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he is transferring out. He's going to DePaul. We wish him nothing but the best. I think he'll yeah. do really well. I think there. Uh, yeah, in a, a smaller conference. Oh, for sure. And I, I, th- I more think more touches, more minutes. I think he'll definitely tear it up um, uh, at DePaul. I think he will solidify a spot in Europe. I, that's his goal: is to oh, go back, uh, get a contract in Europe. Uh, you know, if the NBA comes, the NBA comes. But I don't think he'd have um, to have a stellar year. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even think that he's looking for that too no. hard. I think he's more looking for a yearly I, I can't contract. Blame him. Go oh, Oh, no, and, you know, and um, just where where Robbie is, and we'll touch on this later. Uh, Robbie's in Spain making you know millions six or six figures. Uh, yeah, some actually it was listed that he was in the low sevens, and really? he's a first year guy over in Europe. Yeah, playing. I, mean, I mean, it's the next best league to the NBA. I actually so think it might be uh, better than the D League is what Robbie the league that Robbie's playing in. Oh, so, I agree with you. I agree so with that, that you know, and it's definitely more competitive. Right. So, um, so, but Sandy, 
uh, good for him. We, uh, we wish him nothing but the best. Next transfer out, Jacob Lawson transferring to Appalachian State. He's from North Carolina. Yeah. So he's I'm happy go for him, to too. I, I heard that he was pretty, not miserable here, but just incredibly homesick. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, his parents would, I think his parents came to like, I want to say six to eight games last year wow. I read and maybe an exponent or golden black and sure you know they they'd come and watch him and he was playing quite a bit at, or you know playing decent minutes at the beginning of the season but then they started coming up here during big 10 play and they'd see him maybe two to three minutes a game and he'd just feel bad and you know it it is a, a pretty understandable situation yeah. just got lost in the rotation didn't fit the system too well and you know, de- never really developed that offensive game that you know we might thought to, or we thought he might develop. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, yeah. it, it just didn't. It, it just, doesn't work out. It doesn't work. It out. didn't work out, and that's okay. Um, he's going to Appalachian State. Hopefully, it's a better situation for him. And Anthony Johnson is the third transfer, third and final transfer. Thank God. Uh, but there's no word yet on where he's transferring. No. We've checked uh, the latest Twitter rumors, but there's nothing definitive out yet. I heard he wants to head back to the Chicago area. I, I heard like the main reason was family. That's and uh, wanted to be back to his grandma who was sick or just old sick. or something. Yeah, I, uh, you know, well, obviously raised, she's old. Yeah, I mean, yes, he was raised by his grandmother, mm-hmm. and apparently she's been sick, and that was the official totally respectable. Yeah, sure. So it's and again, he was another player that got lost in the rotation. Um, there were some rumors about attitude problems and things like mm-hmm. that, but you know, I I don't think that was uh, out of Coach Painter's realm to handle. So it yeah. would have worked out. Um, but I'm, you know, as much as we weren't for a lot of the things that he did last year, um, and a lot of the contributions that he made, and getting into it with DJ Bird mm-hmm. on the court and things like that. Um, you know, I, I saw him as a rotation player. He he could have done well his junior and senior yeah. year, but uh, I guess it's not not really the meant shot to never be. really came. Yeah. So uh, with that, that freed up several extra spots. I think we have four open roster spots uh, this year, or um, we had four open roster spots, and now we're bringing in two players who can immediately play. First, we'll talk about the guy that you know a little better. Uh, big Eric Peck, six six forward from Cornell, a graduate transfer. Uh, smart guy, great guy. I actually have a class with him this summer, and he's a, uh, you know, we sit in the back together and talk every now and then. I'm not going to so, pretend uh, like we're best, best friends. You're little best buddies. We're not we went best to friends. A little bit. Got got the uh, uh, scout dish with a oh, nice uh, calf salve wine. Oh, re- very romantic. It's great. Anyway, but no, he's a. Uh, when I see, I mean, I, I, when he transferred here, and we got word that he was transferring. You know, I, I obviously got on YouTube. Oh yeah, scoured yeah. the YouTube clips. And you know, he looks like a, he looks athletic. Um, he doesn't look like a much of a jump shooter. Mm-hmm. I, it's there, but you know, it's more so just, uh, I guess, a high energy drive to the basket yeah. kind of guy. But what I like from, and I picked this up from talking to him, and just the way he carries himself in class, is he is an extremely mature and proud guy and he's one of the guys that's going to put in the time in the gym uh you know carries himself with like confidence and swagger uh i mean i mean he's just like a great guy that you can just sit down and talk to about you know quite a few different things he he was a cathedral teammate of kelsey barlow's so uh he kept a close eye on purdue his entire Mm -hmm. career which is crazy because i have i played pickup basketball before with kelsey barlow and just seeing the way he carries himself and the way he carries himself with purdue and then like talking to eric peck and you know just being around him they're just polar opposites so i see him more as a culture setting player do you Mm -hmm. think uh 
he'll sneak into the rotation? Do you think he'll start I think he'll be a spot starter. Okay, so immediately you think, uh, do you think that'll uh, take the season to get over, uh, like to, to work into that role, or do you think at the beginning of the season Coach Painter will trust him? You know, that's a pretty difficult question because it's hard to say I mean, what he's doing. And he'd slot in at the four, right? I mean, like, you know, he'd slot in as an undersized three. four. Uh, yeah, Ray Davis would probably right. st- still be our three. We have our backcourt of the two the yeah. Johnson brothers. I think Ray it's Davis. pretty sad that Ray Davis, the brothers, the, the brothers, brothers Johnson, Johnson. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Hammonds are going to start. So I do think it. Uh, and I mean, Eric Peck, Eric Peck is a true six, six guy. Like, you know, a lot of he's people not much taller than you. Yeah. He's, he's probably got it. He looks about as tall as my brother who's okay. around the same height. And okay. you know, he's, he's pretty cut too. So, yeah, I do see him as like a spot starter at the four, depending on how we want to go and depending on how uh, Donnie Hale and Jay Simpson turn out. TC. TC. Tacos, Tacos, baby. I I think, though, I think that we're going to start big at the beginning of the season with Simpson at the four. And use Peck as our sixth man, seventh man-ish? Yeah, I think six or seven would be good. I, I mean... I don't know, man. We got a lot of talent got, coming we, in. We got, a, we got a lot of new faces. Painter, Painter's got to be licking his chops over oh, yeah. this. Um, the second transfer is Sterling Carter. Apparently his Who's nickname it? is Sporty. That's absurd. That makes me think of the Spice Girls. But a <laughs> uh, funny story is there's also, well, you know, the football player Sterling Carter mm-hmm. tied in. So I had to do a write-up right. for him on the uh, – the countdown we're doing on hammer and rails. And so I was getting on there and I was trying to, you know, find as much information as Sterling Carter. And I was just getting so wildly confused. I was like, what the <laughs> hell? This guy plays, he's transferred. I was like, oh yeah, two Sterling Carters, which is a very unique yeah, name. It's a, very, it's a strong name. It Sterling is. Carter. It's a very just strong like, name. Uh, uh, Sterling Carter, Carter trans- what do you know? Do you know much about him? Transferring from Seattle, yeah. uh, Seattle university. Apparently he's a gunner. He is a pure gunner. That's what I've heard too. He, he comes off the bench. He has a very, very quick trigger. Um, he is a volume shooter. So he shoots just about, you know, average percent, about 40 mm-hmm. from behind the arc. Um, and, Racks up his points off of a ton of free throw att- or a, a ton of field goal. Attempts. I I see him as a, a Nate Robinson caliber player for us. Sh- uh, sure. Spark off the bench, small guy. I don't know how athletic he is. I've honestly never seen him play, but just from what I've read and heard, the dude just he loves shooting, which is read, great because we yeah, didn't have anyone didn't last have year who wanted to shoot. Really, a few red flags were that uh, he originally went to the University of the Pacific, then tra- for his freshman year transferred mm-hmm. for his sophomore, junior, and senior year. Uh, at uh, Seattle, and then uh, didn't wasn't um, uh, let go for any other reason, any reason other than the fact that he just didn't fit in with the coaching philosophy. Yeah. Um, apparently, it was completely amicable. Nothing but good things were said by both sides. It looks like a fairly friendly split. Mm-hmm. Um, but it almost seemed like he was cut, which is a little bit of a a little bit of a red flag for me. But like you said. He can shoot, and we have no shooters. The only shooter we have coming in is uh, Kendall Stevens, and that's about it. Yeah, only consistent shooter. Yeah, exactly. And um, then uh, there's this whole new thing about Zach Price coming in. Yes, sir. So Zach Price is a former Louisville center, a junior, and was a backup to uh, Gorgie, Jang, Gorgie Dang or Jang or however you pronounce his name, uh, national champion. So, you know, I mean, there's that. He's got a little bit of winning pedigree. Yeah, big guy. I mean, I'd 
I'll take that. Sure. I don't know too much about him. You know, just big athletic shot blocker. The downside That's is... That's pretty much how every single yeah, center is yeah, in the Big exactly. East. Exactly. But the downside is that um, he'd be... I think he's transferring with two years of eligibility so left. sit out a year. But he'd have to sit out a year. Uh, he's not a graduate transfer. Similarly, Michael Chandler has been recently uh, rumored. 6'10 center from Northwest Florida State. Uh, he, went, he was a former... Um, uh, Lawrence Central, or sorry, Lawrence North Star. Top 10 recruit. recruit. Yeah, for sure. But then, you know, uh, academically ineligible. Mm -hmm. And now he's playing in a JUCO college, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, So if he is, then he's, I believe he's eligible immediately. But I think um, his academic eligibility only starts in 2014, unfortunately. So so he'd come with us again with two years of experience, or two years of eligibility left. Uh, so right now, those are the most pressing um, transfers that we're looking at. I don't think we're looking at any more. Do you know of any more? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Sure. So uh, the, let's move in, on to the recruits. Move on. Incoming freshmen. It's beautiful. Bryson Scott, Kendall Stevens, Basil Smotherman. I'm excited. I'm, I'm so pumped. I you know I think all three guys are going to fit in right away. I mean, they're already here on campus. From what I hear, they're having a blast hanging out with the other other guys. Smotherman and Scott are back from the Indiana All-Stars. That's right. That's where right. Scott just tore it up. I heard that. I'm, you know, I'm excited for all three of these guys. I think if I had to pick one that I'm most excited for is probably Stevens because I think he can tr- contribute yeah, right away as a too. shooter because yeah, we need too. that bad. I love me some gunners. Yeah, and if there was – I. There's one – I have a red flag with Scott, and that's I think that he can just be a little bit selfish in trying to get mm-hmm. his own. You know, the, I mean, the dude has a crazy motor and just wants to win and loves playing basketball, but I think he's a little too focused on getting his own and trying mm-hmm. to make a name for himself, which, you know, you need that. You need a little bit of that. But sometimes the dude just uh, – I don't know. Sure. Uh, some of the things he tweets, you know, he's an 18-year-old kid. I say that like I'm a 45 year old man, yeah, when I'm 23. Know, exactly. But, <laughs> but you know, you can't tell a huge age difference from a guy who's an 18 year old freshman as opposed to you know like a 22, 23 year old. Oh senior. yeah, I mean, look at the difference between what you see from him and Eric Peck. Oh, it's I mean, it's unreal. It's, um, but Bryson's got also held an all day uh, Q and A session on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, what did you see what that? What's going on? <laughs> There were some absurd questions. Talking about love, talking about it like, covered all the stuff, everything. I think he's a little homesick because he's gone to school uh, with his twin brother. Yeah, uh, for all twelve, you know, all twelve years. Of and my and my dad and my uncle are twins, and there's just some uh, what they say about twins being twenty. It's all true, really. I mean, there's some. It's something weird. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but twins, like, I mean, look at the the uh, Markeith brothers from Kansas. Oh, yeah. Now they're both at they're both they're both in for Phoenix, Phoenix, right? But I heard when they the were Morris away from each other, they were just miserable. Really? And they were just the twiniest twins. <laughs> but uh, back to Scott, I, you know, the dude is a bulldog. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's short. He's strong. He's not too short. 6'2". Yeah, he's 6'2", six 6'3", six something like mm-hmm. that. But, uh, I mean, he just knows how to score. He's good with the ball. I remember watching, or not watching, I read the stat line after the first Indiana All-Star game where he was the MVP or the best yeah, player or whatever, right. had 19 points, handful assistant steals. And what I really liked is I think he hit all of his shots for the free throw line or almost, which, God, yeah, <laughs> God, God, we need that. God. And then also had one turnover. 
and that's four four assists. So. Uh, so, I mean, so I think he'll come out. He'll come out immediately. Be a secondary uh, ball handler. Yeah, like you back know, up a, to Ronnie, a combo guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and what maybe, AJ, what we wanted AJ to be exactly. I don't think he'll break into the starting lineup, but I think he'll no. definitely be um, a solid sixth or seventh man. I think he'll uh, be the first backcourt player off the bench. I agree. Uh, moving on to uh, the other Indiana man, Basil Smotherman. Um, honorable mention All-State, selected for the Indiana All-Stars, like you said, and was on the senior team after being denied a spot on the junior team. I believe yeah. it was the same with Bryson Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, so two guys with huge chips on their shoulder. This uh, Smotherman is a little bigger. He's 6'7", but yeah. uh, you know, a bigger body, uh, more of a traditional wing. Pretty athletic. Very athletic. And um, I, I think he'll, he's just an energy guy. He's a pure energy guy. Yeah. I, saw, I, uh, I read an, or not read, I watched a video of him on Golden Black where they interviewed him, and it just seemed like he was – so ready to play right now and he mentioned something along the lines like you know i just i'll do what coach wants me to do that's the kind of player that we need yeah uh and kendall stevens the guy that i'm most excited about a pure shooter um a legacy everett stevens kid um and he's also coming off of uh torn labrum um uh surgery Mm -hmm. i guess from what i hear that he's on campus now and he's i mean he's cleared for pretty much everything and just shooting lights out. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. So hopefully that'll translate. I mean, he's listed as 6'6". Six, six, oh, so okay. He's probably, I mean, you know, yeah, they lie about height, so of, yeah. probably 6'4", maybe 6'5", at best. 6'6", six, six with shoes on. But but, but Phil is still, that much-needed oh, dead-eye shooter. Yeah, I mean, just we haven't had that since, you know, Ryan Smith departed. That's right. And, I mean, hopefully he'll be as consistent as what he seems. You know, in high school, the dude would tear it up, like hand in his face. I, you know, I don't know if he's much of a ball handler. Do you know? I don't I mean, I feel think like, he is. Yeah, I feel like he's probably got a basic, you know, catch, pump fake, drive, exactly. take a step forward, I think, shoot. I think he's more of a traditional wing in that he doesn't. He's not a, a primary ball handler that mm-hmm. much. Um, I think Bryson Scott's got much better handles. I actually think Smotherman's got better handles than him. I think that's one of his weak spots. So, yeah, you know, I'm sure that the coaches are working on that with him. And sure. also uh, defensive intensity is some, that was somewhere he's got to improve. Yeah. I mean, I think all of the all three of these guys want to play defense oh, yeah. and are ready to play defense now. So, it, I mean, from what I've read and heard and just all that jazz, you know, like they all know that the first, the first thing that's going to be the hardest is just, you know, the competition and the body size and, like, how big everyone's going to be. So they're all going to have to get in that weight room and, you know, work hard. But I saw a tweet from uh, Jack Owens, the one of the assistant coach, coaches, and it showed, I don't know who it was, just a bunch of guys running up and down one of the hills next to uh, Rossé. Yeah, next to Rossé. And it was just like early morning lift, like <laughs> midday run, <laughs> evening basketball. Jeez. I was like, God, that's awesome. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I think uh, I think this next team will be pretty good. We'll we'll uh, closer to um, the middle or the uh, uh, the middle of the summer towards the end of the school year is when we'll come back, wrap up all the mm-hmm. stuff from the summer. So we'll touch on uh, more of our expectations then. Right now, we'll move to recruiting, and this is big because we've got a lot of prospects who could be that's right. absolute game some changers. game changers. Uh, 2014, we have four open scholarships. Um, and then, of course, that is dependent on any additional transfers that we have. So far, both of our uh, transfers, Sterling Carter and uh, Eric Peck, are one-year transfers, so mm-hmm. they'll be gone. You know, by the at the end of the season, they don't have to fill their spots uh, after that. Um, our only 2014 recruit, as of right now, Dakota Matias from uh, Ohio. 
he uh, another shooter. Yeah, another very I'm fine good with shooter. That. I love it. Um, he was very quick. I think he ca- attended a camp uh, at Purdue or played in a tournament in Fort mm-hmm. Wayne, I believe. And then uh, on the way, literally on the way home, he gave Coach Painter uh, a call and a commitment. So that's great. I yeah, mean, that's great to start off the class. I mean, three-star recruit, good shooter. Uh, He seems like a solid fit for us. And we'll move on to the two most sought-after recruits. Um, We'll start with the most, more likely one, Uh, Vince Edwards. I think that for the last two years, two or three years, he's been our number one. We've uh, been courting him pretty hard. Us in Michigan. Oh, that's it's going to be. I mean, he's been recruiting him less than Michigan. I don't know. I I admit, Michigan. I hope not. Michigan is uh, Michigan is pushing hard for him. I think. Well, I know, I know. He's harder, he's said, "I'm done with everyone else. It's Purdue and Michigan because they've been there from the start." That's two good choices to have. I know, but it, oh, I mean, gosh, Michigan just—they've been stealing Indiana recruits right. for like the past five to eight years now, and Vince, it's, it's paying off. Vince Edwards, six seven forward uh, from Ohio. He can play. He is a ball handler. Yeah, uh, he's extremely talented number he's been our number one priority he was extremely close to a purdue commitment last year i think he tweeted coach uh, shrewsbury and was like i got some good news for you but and his mom's twitter handle is future boiler mom i think that's why i hate twitter sometimes. i know exactly <laughs> and it's i i actually think because um the coaches learned from the Derek willis uh commitment and and decommitment and yeah. commitment to Kentucky, which now that he's not going to get any yeah. playing time. Suck it, Derek. Um, but I uh, I think they learned from that, and they said you're you're only a sophomore. Let's wait. Yeah. Let's play your junior year out, play your senior year out, and see what's going on. So um, hopefully that buys us a few points, you know, a yeah. few mentorship points. Uh, but I think that you know he's a four borderline five star player. Mm-hmm. Um, landing him would be huge oh man uh, i mean it'd be probably the best prospect we've had since i think since he's one more yeah i, I mean, agree you know, best prospect since he's one more and i think and he probably has shown a little more promise than even Etwan did in high school oh yeah i and mean he i mean something. he's much more athletic than yeah. what Etwan was and you know, he can play multiple positions. Exactly. Like three so, uh, through the five. Needs to improve on his jumper, um, and that's his jumper and creating his own shot are his two, right. the two holes in his game. But he's and also I'll, I'll, not played his senior year. Yeah, so. and a lot of high schoolers struggle with that anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the next one is probably the less likely but better player. Uh, in-state, Trevon Blewett uh, at Park Tudor High School, 6'6", swing man, uh, class of 2014. Uh, Purdue is moving up on the list, but yeah. it looks like uh, I personally think, even though his two teammates uh, are already at IU, Paul Byatt or Paul Bite and uh, Kevin Farrell mm-hmm. are both uh, at IU. But I think Purdue ranks higher for him. Um, I think Butler ranks higher than yeah. IU uh, for for Trevon. I mean, Blewett. we need wings. Exactly. Um, the only other big competition is uh, UCLA because his former coach was hired by Steve Alford. Uh, the new coach, really? uh, former IU player, yeah, um, to uh, you know as an assistant there, and I think that was to gain inroads into India, you know his I his mean, former sense. state, Indiana, yeah. uh, for recruiting. And Indiana, Deadspin 
ranked Indiana as the number one most dense basketball um, uh, state. Hell yeah! In the country, Indianapolis was the most. You know, Fort Wayne was I mean, pretty we, close look behind. At the, look at how many guys have come out of Indiana. Indiana had a major impact on oh, college yeah. basketball, and, and, and even we, you know, Purdue. You know, let's say it, Purdue hasn't gotten the five-star recruits from Indiana, and we've still made some absurd progress oh, yeah. for you know the quote-unquote second with the quote-unquote second tier of players. And right. I think you know, I think it's only a matter of time before um, before we break a commit one of these commitments. I um, think uh, next guy, Miles Turner. I love this dude. And so, I really love this guy. I don't. I so I, he's moved up to the top ten. Miles yeah. Turner is a six eleven center from ten, te- Texas. He's still growing. Apparently, he just tweeted out a picture of his size twenty four shoes. Good um, lord. Class of 2014, uh, ESPN has ranked him top 10 for uh, the last couple months. Mm-hmm. Scout just put him in the top five. Uh, he is a monster. Just so athletic. You know, he, I mean, like a lot of kids his age, pretty raw offensively. offensively yeah. I think that should just be assumed with yeah. high school big men. I mean, look at look at the past them. few big men that have been, you know, number one recruits like Nerlens Noel, Anthony Davis. For they sure. didn't have anything. No, but, and especially not going into it. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I think he's going to be – if he'd just be a game changer just because of his size and his potential. You know, shot blocker, not a superb rebounder, but he's still kind of growing into his body, and we'll figure that out as he goes. But, I mean, I've watched the guy, and he just dominates on both ends of the floor. I think it was pretty brave of Purdue um, to offer him. And, uh, you know, looking at – you know, he's got a li- offer list a mile long. Oh, but yeah. Looking at it, um, you know, it's mostly – it, you know, it's mostly Big Twelve and mm-hmm. you know uh, schools close. I mean, we to never him. really reach outside the Midwest. So, it, so it, I thought that was huge for us, and I like that too. Oh, I yeah. want us to start pushing out, you know, to get guys coming from you know East Coast, West Coast, the South. But I think because so that's too. something we haven't really been strong at over the past few years. Well, he's ever, got, really. he's got uh, you know Texas, UCLA, Kansas are all on him. Uh, I think Kansas is probably the most likely destination for him for mm-hmm. Bill Self and. You know, reason like that. Bill Self is good uh, at developing uh, bigs, but it's still great that we're we're pushing for talent like that. You yeah. don't usually see Coach Painter put, uh, make offers to players that he knows are going to only stay one or two years. But, right. Um, it's great to see him uh, pull something like that. Next player, uh, point guard Tyler Eulis, five um, eight point guard on a Marion Catholic in Chicago Heights. Uh, even though he's five eight, there's got to be something good because he's got a bunch of offers, mm-hmm. and um, you know, coaches love him. The scouting services love him. I don't know. I, I mean, from what I've seen, is he's just a pure like pass first, you know, point guard. Sure. Doesn't turn the ball over. But yeah, Ty, uh, Tyler Ewis, But he uh, called Michigan State his quote unquote dream school. Uh, so what? that's yeah, that's not, that's not, <laughs> that doesn't really help our cause. Does not bode well for us. So uh, I think he'll probably end up a Spartan. Uh, next guy, similar guy, and I think a more realistic target for us is PJ Thompson, mm-hmm. a five nine point guard out of Brebuff in uh, Indianapolis. Uh, the only downside is I don't know if he's actually received an offer from us yet because we've now recruited two point guards in back to back classes. I mean, we've got a lot of ball handlers on the team now between the Johnson brothers. Uh, Davis can handle it. Bryson Scott. Bryson Scott. That's right. So, so I don't. I don't know um, if we offer him. Steven Torre. I, I yeah, of course. <laughs> Steven Torre. You can't forget. 
Um, but I know that PJ Thompson will probably end up, if he doesn't end up at Purdue, he'll end up at Butler mm-hmm. because Butler's very close to uh, an offer letter. And, and Brebuff's just right there, yeah, too. And from, and from all accounts, once uh, either Purdue or, Brebuff, or, Purdue or Butler um, offers him, then he's going to offer a quick commitment. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, lesser uh, p- prioritized recruits, Steve McIlvain, a uh, 6'11 center from New Haven, Indiana. Uh, he's a very new interest. He's massive. Uh, again, he's a good defender, but very raw in the offensive yeah. end. I'm, you know, I'm content with going after these massive shot blocking guys because, I mean, if you look at Jawan Johnson when he came out, he was 6'10", 6'11", built like a beanpole, but just really athletic shot blocker. For sure. And, you know, could rebound and get to the basket every now and then. I mean, he came so far by the end of his Purdue career. And Painter thrives yeah, with so. working with big men. Him and his whole coaching staff. I think that should be, um, you know, similar to what the new uh, football staff has become the den of ends. Right. I think Painter should be known for putting out quality big men because he's done it with Landry. He did it with yep. Juwan Johnson. He's doing it with AJ Hammonds. I think you know that could be his calling card. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can't teach size. You nope. know, is the is size the, and wingspan. Yeah, very often uh, uttered Billis. cliche. Uh, but you can't teach size, and if we keep on developing that, I think that'd be great. The other two are out-of-state center prospects: Jabari Craig out of Georgia and Isaac Hayes out of Alabama. Jabari Craig is around six eleven. Isaac Hayes is seven one and like apparently three hundred and fifty pounds. Uh, good lord! Purdue basketball, the mentors of centaurs. <laughs> I may edit that one out. You should. <laughs> that sounded much better in my head. <laughs> but Javari Craig, Isaac Hayes, two other center prospects. I think we're really, um, you know, obviously we really want Miles Turner. I think Steve mm-hmm. McIlvain is a um, another big. But I, I'm sure that we'll land one of these bigs that right. I just named. And this is also, we're, it feels like we're leaning pretty heavily to, or believing that A.J. Hammonds is going to leave for the NBA yeah. draft. So it or, looks, yeah. you know, maybe even Jay Simpson, who knows what kind of talent he he could bring so exactly it looks like we're painter wants really wants a big in next year's recruiting mm-hmm. class i think the way painter sees it is like he you know he's loving the size and space yeah. eating of hammonds and what way can like how much more flexible the offense is with him so i think he's just going to start going after like these massive dudes every single year i think i agree I, th- I agree with him so um and it looks like he's planning for aj hammonds to leave at the end of the year so right. hopefully that means he has a monster year um, yeah. And I hope that at the very least, uh, you know, he stays another year and leaves after oh, his that'd junior be awesome. year. And that'd be, I think that team, um, you know, would be pretty dangerous. Um, but I think that wraps it up, except for some summer notes, some quick summer notes that I've been reading. Tyrone Johnson is stepping up as a vocal leader in practice. That's kind of what I like mm-hmm. to see. I love that, too. You know, we need we didn't have that at all last no. year. And he was voted last season's MVP of the team, like internal MVP. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Dude earned it. I also love that uh, how him, you know, him and his brother are obviously close. But then uh, Ray D and Big Hammonds, they're just bros. Uh, moving on to Hammonds, he's uh, trying out for the USA World University game or mm-hmm. University World Games uh, this summer. But kind of breaking news, but maybe uh, by the time this airs, it won't be. AJ Hammonds left. Um, the tryouts because of a family emergency, which kind of sucks. Yeah, uh, very all disappointing. Like, all likelihoods pointed to uh, him actually making the team and a very strong candidate for uh, a starter on that team. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, continue with Hammonds, all the stuff that's been pretty much you know all over Purdue websites in general. I've read an article on the Exponent about how uh, 
Etwan, Juwan, Robbie, and uh, Keaton Grant, and who else? Kenny Lowe came back, sure. played uh, some pickup games with the guys, and just Hammonds is looking good. It's trimmed off the baby fat. The like picture and the exponent of Hammonds, the dude's arms just look cut, <laughs> which is awesome. He had he had a little bit of the flabby arms. Going he had he year. had yeah he had some grandma looking arms. <laughs> they were pretty a little chubby, but I mean I've heard that he's quicker. Uh, he's making better decisions, you know, trimmed up the fat, which is great. ESPN's uh, Eamon Brennan and Byron Metcalf um, called him, Myron Metcalf, I'm sorry, called him as a preseason All-America pick um, and, you know, pro- definitely a first-team All-Big Ten pick. Uh, you know, very surprising. They called him, uh, you know, one of the out-of-the-blue picks mm-hmm. for that. But, you know, for Big Ten, for, uh, Big Ten fans, that's not really right. completely out-of-the-blue. Um, and upperclassmen have spoken extremely highly of the incoming freshman class of Scott Stevens and Smotherman. Uh, that's, you know, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, these, I'm ready to watch him play right now. I wish, I wish Purdue would uh, hold open practices every now and then. Once a month, I'd be content. (laughs) Um, Painter pointed uh, last year to the uh, non-conference record uh, as the reason for our, our mediocre season last year. He's at eight and 10 of the big 10 last year. That's uh, not in, bad. Yeah. It was one of the best big year. tens. Uh, so if we had a better, uh, better non-conference season, didn't lose to Eastern Illinois state central or whatever we Eastern, lost to Eastern Michigan, wherever Daniel came from. I don't but, care. But that was we, just pitiful. We, it, they rushed the court, which was oh, sad. Jesus. It was sad on so many levels. <laughs> uh, he called uh, Ray Davis the hardest worker on her team and has a very humble and more like work ethic, which is beautiful. Which is pretty much the greatest thing you could say oh, about man. a player at Purdue. That's yeah, that's the best Purdue compliment you could ever receive, especially from Coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Coach Painter, who's not by all accounts not the easiest no. man to please. Not at all. Um, and it looks like we have a ton of size. We're massive. I mean, it just looks like we have an absolute ton of size. You Jay know, which Simpson is, is looking great. Yeah, and um, it's. I mean, we can go so many routes. We can, you know, do the traditional point guard, shooting guards, forward, center. Yeah. Or we can do, you know, the evolution of basketball becoming small ball. And, you know, we could have Peck play the four, Rady at the three, and then, you know, the Tyrone brother, or I mean the Johnson brothers with Hammonds or, you know, just Simpson at the five if we want to go smaller. And the really good part about that is the fact that you have a low post presence right. that can anchor four people on the on the perimeter. I mean, mm-hmm. you have A.J. Hammonds that really isn't going to venture too far out of the paint area. Uh, maybe just set a screen and roll. But other than that, he's going to be in the paint. He's going to hold it down. Um, he's going to be setting hard screens. And he, I mean, that'll free up people along he's, the perimeter. He, is he going to be the biggest guy in the Big Ten next year with quality so. playing time? I absolutely think so. I think I can't think best. of anyone else. I absolutely think he'll be the best uh, big man. I don't. Uh, what's, was, what's IU's center's name who played limited minutes? Jerkin. Was it Jerkin? Was it Jerkin? I think it was Jerkin. He's good. I mean, he's a seven footer, seven foot center. I mean, a big, massive boy. Well, either way, I don't think Peter Jerkin is going to be able to match up against Hammonds very well. Grant, we haven't really seen much of him, but still, the, I mean, the loss of Zeller just makes that interior nothing. I mean, the loss of Zeller and Watford is just an unproven uh, front court. I think the only competition, really, that, that A.J. Hammonds is going to have is going to come from uh, Michigan. And yep. even then, they have a lot of undersized bigs. And, uh, you know, that's really going to hamper him when they're co- well, going Mitch up Mitch McGarry against... is a thick boy. Mitch McGarry is pretty thick. Uh, Glenn Robinson is plays bigger than he actually is. He's only yeah. listed at 6'6". Um, and, you know, they got Jordan Morgan. I, know, Jordan Morgan is 
pretty solid role player. So I, I, I think that it's not really that close. AJ Hammond should be the best big man uh, in the Big Ten next year. He should dominate. Uh, where do you see us finishing? Uh, really quick prediction in the Big Ten. Four to five. Okay. So behind Michigan, Michigan State. And Ohio State. And Ohio State. Okay, pretty what, even with Iowa, even with Indiana? Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm, I think Indiana is probably going to be in the seventh. Wow, okay. Seventh or six. Yeah, seventh, six. But I think, I, I mean, Iowa's going to be solid. I was, I was going to be really good. Watch out for them. Wisconsin's going to be eye, good, too. Keep an Wisconsin's eye out for them uh, in the offseason news, uh, you know, news breaks about how good they look. But uh, mm-hmm. I think, you know, everybody's saying that I Iowa's looking uh, Lottery really turners. Exactly, a lot of uh, a lot of experience. So I think that'll be our main competition, and that wraps it up for the current players. And now, just to wrap up uh, with Purdue, really quick, our former players, three of our uh, more beloved players, Lou Jack was uh, voted the MVP of his Lithuanian team during some uh, travel tournament that they were in, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, uh, he looks to be going back to Europe. Uh, wants to land a contract, I think, in Germany or Italy. Mm-hmm. He um, wants to move up into the league that Robbie's in, from what I hear. But I mean. I heard this transition from uh, America to Europe was pretty awful for the first little bit, really? but then he stayed in contact with Rob, and then, I don't know, once he was getting the more yeah, playing really. time, things started uh, smoothing out. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Lujak. I love that guy. Uh, yeah. And all accounts was that he was paid pretty well. Paid, yeah. Paid pretty close think, to six figures yeah. for, you know, to Playing play basketball, basketball in, in, a Europe, in Europe, in yeah. travel Europe. So that's, that's great. Uh, Chris Kramer uh, re-signed with his German team in Oldenburg. Uh, average 10 points, four rebounds, three assists. As a pretty yeah. solid, good for him. Pretty prototypical, uh, you know, Big Ten to Europe career. Right. So um, I think he's going to stay there. I don't know if he's going to participate in any of the uh, summer league. I don't I, think he can because he's resigned already. Really? Um, I don't. Yeah. I think that's good though. He he, you know, love Kramer, but he he doesn't have an NBA career. I think so. And then uh, our boy Rob. Yep. Um, in Spain, in the best league in uh, in Spain, like we mm-hmm. were mentioning before, had a breakout game against uh, Real Madrid. Apparently. Uh, was his best game, and if he goes back to Spain, that's the team he's going to try to sign with. Uh, they're the I think they're yeah, the best. That's team. where the Gasols came from. Oh, that's right, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, and but I know uh, for a fact he's going to be at uh, the Timber because he was drafted by the Timberwolves. Right, last they still year. own his rights. So he's for a fact he's going to be at their uh, summer league this mm-hmm. year. So he's going to be given a shot at the NBA. Yeah, and I mean you know it, it's hard saying what will happen with the Timberwolves this off season because there's all the speculation that Kevin Love might leave. I don't no, think he's, he's going not to leave, but you know who knows with that. Well, new ownership. With yeah, exactly. Uh, new, new new GM. GM. So, uh, but I, I, I didn't realize he was living with William Buford. Oh yeah, that's, so that was Buford, pretty cool. Buford was at uh, Obradora. I know uh, Buford was also. I believe it was Buford was also uh, a co-counselor at Robbie's camp. Really? Um, this summer. I heard they got really close. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, two players from the Big Ten played against each other. And, right. You know, we're at the same team, culture shock. Probably kinda. probably don't have any other choice than to be buddies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, so from all accounts, it looked like um, uh, they were getting along well. I think Buford's heading back uh, to Spain next year. Yeah. Uh, he had a fairly successful se- season mm-hmm. off the bench. And uh, Rob's going to try to make it in the NBA. I hope he can make uh, Timberwolves roster, but if not, you know, ending up with the uh, next best, I think probably the best non-NBA team in the world. Um, is it they a bad? Might, uh, they might be better than the Bobcats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's Maybe. not a bad consolation. That's not a bad consolation prize. No, but I, you know, Rob's. 
I think he's going to work his way into the NBA over the past or over the next few years. Deserves it. Thank. Okay, yeah. so uh, Etwan, I believe, has another year in contract uh, in Orlando. With the Magic. Yeah, a very young team. Hopefully, with he's this been, summer, he's, he's got been some spot promise. starting a lot over the past season. So, and uh, from all accounts, it looks like they're going to trade um, uh, Aaron Aflalo. They're starting two guard yeah. to the Clippers and uh, get Eric Bledsoe. So maybe it's more competition for Eric uh, with Eric Bledsoe in the backcourt. But right. I mean, that can Jam- only be good. Jameer Nelson's old too. So yeah, that's right. They're st- current starting point guard. So, I mean, Eric Bledsoe could take over at the one where he's played pretty much his whole career and then just have each one go into that natural scoring position. So it'll be interesting yeah, to see what so. uh, folds out for him. But, and, I mean, he had a pretty impressive oh, yeah. year scoring 14 points a game or around that. Something, you know, Handful and, of assists and rebounds. Exactly. So I think, you know, I, he had a solid year and. Uh, could prove himself under Jacques Vaughn in uh, mm-hmm. in Orlando. I think it's a good situation for him. Yeah. And then uh, Jawan, you think Jawan makes a roster? I think he uh, continues to travel. Uh, I think and he'll be get traded in the D League. I think he'll just be a, a D League player for quite a while and then venture over to Europe. I just don't see Jawan Johnson as NBA talent as NBA talent, just because he's too skinny. Uh, you know, I've heard he's got a much better jump shot, but I mean, playing basketball for a career, you're gonna have a good <laughs> you jump can do shot. That. But I mean, he's just not. He doesn't really have a position. He's just a forward. Yeah, I think. Um, I think I agree. He's not quite quick enough to guard threes, and not big enough to guard fives in the fives NBA. Fives or fours, yeah. So, but I mean, uh, I hope best so. Best of luck. Best of luck to yeah. him. I hope so. So let's start with the guys who are leaving the Big Ten. All right. So biggest, uh, biggest team that's suffering a loss or losses I'm coming gonna, into this I, year. I think it's hands down IU. Yeah, Remy too. Abel, who I think will get overlooked. I mean, that guy was good. I sure. still don't really understand why he's gone. But, you know, screw it, whatever. That's See, awesome. Yeah, I don't care. Zeller obviously is huge. And then Depot, Jordan Holes, Christian Watford. Is there anyone else? No. I, oh, um, they had another transfer, but I don't care. Oh, Mo Creek. Oh um, yeah, more, well he was kind of gone two yeah, years ago. Yeah, no, it sucks, sucks for the injury injury yeah. thing. But, uh, but no, I, I think hands down they're suffering the biggest blow because of you know all just all those guys departing played a key role on that team. I think so too, and you know the, you lose your you lose your two biggest skilled players in Oladipo and Zella, but you also lose the heart of your team. You lose yeah. a lot of you know a lot of the leadership. Lot of, yeah, a lot of vets on that team, and just I mean. So they're best shooters too. I mean Watford and Holes, yeah, best three true. point shooters. And Will Sheehy's going to be the go to guy next year, which is hilarious. <laughs> they better hope that he's got to be the top five scummiest players he, in the NCAA. He's up. There. I hate that guy. But um, the freshman that they're bringing in, uh, Noah Vonley, is supposed mm-hmm. to be or Vonley Vonley. I don't know. I think it's Vonley. But he's that was just a French ass name. I, that's a little <laughs> bit of a French name, but. His his uh, tapes from from high school look really yeah. good. I mean, that kid looks like he's the real deal. I don't Tom know. Tom Crean can recruit. His, that's for darn sure. The experience he brings might not be the same as Big Ten, but he's going to bring some skill that that not too many teams can match with their incoming right. talent. But you know, I I definitely agree that I use uh, losing the most. Uh, what do you think about what Michigan's losing? Oh, I think. I think they're losing the second most. I, I, yeah, you know, I agree, but I think they're too. getting a whole heck of a they lot are. back. They are. I mean, Mitch McGarry is going to be huge next year. So is Glenn Robinson, Stauskas. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, you know, losing Hardaway and Burke, mm-hmm. those, those guys were the backbone of that team and the heart and soul, and that's going to be tough to replace. But Zach Irving, yeah, that, say, Zach that Irving. kid is 
awesome. He's from Hamilton Southeastern, yeah. is yeah. that right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Mr. Basket, Indi- yeah, yeah or Mr. Indiana basketball. Uh, basketball. Aren't they getting? Oh no, Indiana's getting the kid from your high school, aren't they? Devin Davis, maybe. Is that his name? No, I don't no. know. Not that I'm aware of. Oh, what's his name? His name starts with two D's. I'll edit this out. D. Davis. Yeah, something like that. He went to Xavier. Maybe. Is he transferring? I have no idea. I may be making this whole thing up. I think you're making this I up. Could be making Let's this not edit this because I want I want the <laughs> I world to sound, hear how stupid you are. I might just leave this in. <laughs> we'll we'll see. You might not hear it when we uh, when we do it. Devin Davis. See, I knew there was a D. Davis. But it's Devin Davis. He went to Warren Central. I don't know why I thought he went to your high school. Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah, a little bit. He's a eh, three-star, whatever. Nah. But um, I don't even know what we were talking about at this point. Michigan. Do Who'd... you think they'll still be uh, good? Oh, I mean, yeah. Is it even oh I still think they'll be top ten. Yeah, I think they'll be Yeah, I think they'll be top five. I think they'll be one of the best teams in the country oh, yeah. um, fighting with Michigan State for, for the top seed in the Big Ten. Michigan State, I mean, they – they did not lose much. And we were just talking about this before we started. You don't really care for Derek Nix. No, I don't. I love the guy. I love that big. He was crafty down low. Just He reminded me of this old dude named Jeff that I played with at the YMCA, <laughs> sure. who was like 5'8", five, five but just had a massive frame and just the biggest butt. And he could just yeah. spin around people or back him down. And Knicks really <laughs> developed that game. And I think they're going to miss that. Shout out to Jeff. Yep. Shout out to shout Jeff. Out to, shout out to Jeff. Nice job. Um, I don't think they lose anybody. They're not bringing anyone in. Um, but I don't think they lose But I mean, they've got they Adrian Payne, Gary Harris, and uh, Keith Appling returning. Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean... You oh, know, and, and Brendan Dawson. Yeah. I mean, they, they return enough talent that they didn't really have to recruit too heavily. Right. Um, I think they lose Gary Harris and Brendan Dawson next year. But oh, and Adrian Payne. I think if Payne, well, next year's draft is going to be pretty loaded. Oh my god, next year's draft is going to be stacked. Legendary. But I think if Payne can get some good handles, that dude is a second round pick. You think? He's athletic. I mean, he showed that he can score outside the or outside the line and then inside the paint. So Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if Adrian... I guess if Trevor Mbakwe gets picked this year, um, then Adrian Payne could next year. He's I think Adrian Payne has a little more of a skill set than Mbakwe. But, well, okay, so let's go to the draft. Uh, people that are going to, to the draft from the Big Ten... Uh, the Big Ten's best prospect for the NBA. Who do you think it is? There's really only one. Hands answer. down, it's Oladipo. Yeah, it's Oladipo. I, you know, he, the dude jumps out of the gym. You know, he's developed a much better jump shot, even though it's he's capable. He's a capable jump shooter, oh, but yeah. he's not anything special. I, the, the main problem that I see doing a little tape, uh, watching a little tape on him, is that he is really slow. His release is really slow. Yeah. Um, if you remember against um, the against Minnesota, he had a corner three that could have uh, either tied it or they could have gone up one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rodney Williams Jr., who is laid down on this list of Big Ten draft um, uh, to the NBA this year, but he's a very athletic, very NBA-ready defender, and he just blocked the crap out of it after oh, yeah. closing out after a quick closeout uh he's got to sw- speed up that that uh, release but i think you know that's the weakest part of his yeah. offensive game i mean definitely the dude i mean he's got good enough handles to where he can make a living just his athleticism alone can get him so. there i mean i think his ceiling as many have said it before uh, not his ceiling, but I see him as a very Dwayne Wadey type player. Oh, stop that. I'm just saying Fuck with his off. athleticism, no, he has you. no jump shot. I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Dwayne Wade. I don't think that's going to come it. close. 
But I'd say he's going to be at best a Tony Allen type guy. I think I honestly think at worst he's going to be a Tony Allen type guy, one of the better defenders, one mm-hmm. of the better perimeter defenders. In the I mean, league. I'd already say he's a much better scorer. Than yeah, Tony I think Allen. he's better on the offensive end than uh, than Tony Allen. Where do you think he's going? I think he's going uh, between three to five, and I've actually heard um, a rumor that your team, the Chicago Bulls, and I don't know, it might have died, uh, may have died by the time this will come it's out. But uh, Luol Deng tra- traded for to, the Washington Wizards, yeah. number three pick. So, I, I, that's died out from what I hear, just because Washington doesn't want a guy with so many minutes logged, which. I can't blame him. Uh, yeah, I can't blame him. But I do hear that um, Orlando is shopping the two, uh, the I, two pick. I've for, heard everyone in the top five are kind of shopping around. So oh, I yeah. would not be surprised if he went one, but I wouldn't be surprised if he went like eight. Well, I, I might be a little yeah, surprised if he went that Yeah, late. I was going to say, I don't think he'll I, slip One through out of five, five I think is an appropriate place for Oladipo, and I think he's going to go to either – I, mean, I think Charlotte's. I, a, I honestly think Charlotte's a good fit for him so he alongside can go right Michael. Away and, well, and along, that yeah, talent. exactly. <laughs> alongside Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, and Kemba Walker. I mean, they're built. They're yeah. building culture there more than anything. Along, uh, Phoenix is another spot that I think mm-hmm. he'd be uh, really good. I to don't land. see him fitting in Washington because that backcourt's already yeah, heavy. It's a little clogged in the backcourt. I actually see him fitting in uh, in um, as off the bench for Cleveland pretty well. I do too. So and you be, think about with the uh, backcourt of Dion Waiters, uh, Kyrie Irving, and Oladipo, sure. you're set for a long for time. Sure. I think so. I mean, I, I think uh, Oladipo and Mika, And remember when we say he's a number one pick, he's not a traditional number one pick. He's no, a number one pick a, for this draft. This is a very low-quality draft. It's I just think, a bunch of role players and maybe maybe a handful of guys that could be all-stars once or twice I think in their it, careers. I think it's pretty heavy on on role players that will actually play mm-hmm. solid minutes. but um, Just rotary Guys. Yeah, but I, uh, you know, They're Bill Simmons. Guys. Even though, even though Bill Simmons isn't the best draft mind out there, uh, he thinks that he's a, the number one, um, the number one talent on there. I think Chad Ford lists him number one on his big yeah. board, just based on not, you know, not based on need or depth of the position. Just I think quality of player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you know, Oladipo, I think is the safest pick uh, in the draft. I, let's move on to the next guy, who's your favorite person, yes. because apparently you're a Michigan fan. But I, Trey Burke, I, I like Michigan a lot. Well, yeah, I like Michigan. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I think as far as Big Ten players go. Burke is the next best guy, and I also think he's the best point guard on the board. I mean, you know, you give him crap because he's not that tall. Granted, he is. Or, I mean, is not, excuse me, yeah. you know, six foot. But he's got the 6'5 wingspan, which really helps on his defense. Sure. Put on a little bit of muscle. I mean, the guy is not the greatest athlete. I mean, he's an athlete, but, you know, compared to Oladipo and, like, Nerlens Noel and other guys, he's nothing stellar. But, you know, he's got the tangibles and the things you need to make it in the NBA. He's really smart. Has a, I mean, he's a good jump shooter. Like, can, he showed that off in the, uh, in the NCAA championship game. And I, I don't know. I like the guy. I think he's going to make a career for himself. I am a little less sold on Trey Burke than you are. I don't know if he has the athleticism to go. I think um, a lot of people are making the um, not court smarts comparison, but more the size translation comparison mm-hmm. to Chris Paul. As in he can right. get it in the paint, but the the difference is that Chris Paul can bounce off people. Yeah, Chris, Chris Paul's Paul is a stocky strong. guy. 
I, I don't think – I mean, if you look at some of the falls he took in the national championship yeah. game, you know, Burke – Well, Burke just that whole hard. tournament, he got leveled quite a few times. And that's against college players. I don't, right. know, I don't know if he's – I don't know if he's got that to be um, an NBA starter, let alone an NBA all-star. A lot of right. people are calling him that. Um, I think Chad Ford right now has him going six. I think that's really high for him. I think he's got him going to New Orleans. I, I think New Orleans is a good fit for him. But here's another thing that I think a lot of people are overlooking about Trey Burke is the dude's a winner. And when you yeah, bring a sure. winner mentality, you know, that translates so well to the NBA. I mean, look for look at a guy like Josh Smith, for instance. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, this isn't a very fair comparison because Josh Smith is a great player and Trey Burke's still unproven. But Josh Smith came straight out of high school and it's just kind of been on the Hawks. You know, he's he's always been, a, you know, a double-double guy or around that shot. Very talented. Yeah, very talented, extremely athletic, and is going to get a max con- contract from someone this summer, which is Some silly. sucker. Yeah. But, I mean, the dude's not necessarily a winner. And you look at the teams that he's been on, and even though he's been on some pretty solid teams, you know, doesn't even make it out of the second round of the playoffs most of the time. So Burke will bring in that winning mentality. And even yeah. if he's not going to be an all-star – you know he's going to rally around his guys, but I think, I think the uh, six to the Pelicans or you know go as far as the Pistons. Pelicans or Kings. is absurd, but yeah, the <laughs> Kings uh, Kings would be a decent fit uh, for him. And Kings are apparently really interested in him at seven. I think he doesn't pass Detroit at eight. I think um, no. if Detroit sees him, they're going to take him. Oh, they want that hometown guy for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I think um, you know I think that would sell some tickets. That'd be a great story, and I think he'd do. Right. I think he'd fit in well with that culture. Uh, I disagree with you that Trey Burke is the next best uh, talented player. I know it's blasphemy to have two IU players <laughs> at the top, but I think Zeller, um, a lot, you know, I think it's the classic case of uh, studying a guy too closely for right. too long. Um, you know, you're all, we went from last summer, you know, he was the number yeah, one consensus, pick, number one guy. And then people just kept poking holes and, you know, taking different angles and just putting right. him on the And then the they got him on the measurements and whatnot. And then everyone he doesn't decisions. have short arms. He just doesn't. No, have, I mean, the dude's got like a seven foot wingspan. Yeah. That's taller than me. So I think, you know, but he, you know, the, he but has just quote, nothing. short arms yeah. for the NBA. Um, I, you know, he runs the floor really well. Crazy athletic. He's got, you know, he, he's, which I, did you see that at IU? I saw good athleticism, but I didn't see like, I saw good at, I think, um, what stood out for him the most was the way he ran the floor. I think the way, yeah. you know, his transition, I had it down here. He had 14% of his points came off of transition buckets and he shot 80% in transition. Like he finished 80% in transition. I think that's, that's fantastic. Right. If you can get him to run the floor, I think a really good comparison for him uh, that a lot of people are making is uh, LaMarcus Aldridge in Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, very floor spacing forward who isn't necessarily the most physical, but is a very athletic uh, forward. I think, where he um, where he fails to meet the benchmark as an NBA power forward, um, especially playing against you know some of those bigger guys, is defense down in the post. Mm-hmm. Is you know he got he got bullied around by Andrew Smith. Like I mean, but let's right. be serious. And he got blocked a little too often for a yeah. For he does a, a lot of that. Player. I mean, he'll do like a lot of little fading, not necessarily fading, but he'll get down low and his body will torque in a really crazy angle yeah. and he finishes those shots because he's so much stronger and taller than these other guys in college but you know when he went up against guys like andrew smith or you know bigger lankier stronger defenders sure. they would generally be able to stop those shots and you know when you're going against the Serge Ibaka's, dwight mm-hmm. howard's you know 
big athletic, athletic guys. Yeah. They're not going to let that fly. And he's he's got to make the transition from a center, college center, to a pro small or power forward. The one thing that I think he'll be really good at is passing. He's a yeah, good oh, passer. Absolutely, absolutely. And he's a very very high IQ guy. He knows where people are. He knows where the rotations will be. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that's one of that's going to be one of his main strengths going in. Uh, he doesn't slip past Dallas at thirteen. No. Um, or whoever trades for Dallas's pick at thirteen. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't see him slipping past Philadelphia at eleven. Philadelphia no. really wants him. Um, Portland wants him to put next to Lamarcus Aldridge, but I don't. That's a really weird fit because they're very yeah, similar. Yeah, two power forwards. Yeah, they're very similar. Um, the Thunder were also we're also looking at him, but that'd be a good fit for him. I, was gonna say, I, I think either any way he ends up in a decent situation. Yeah. Um. You know, all fairly, all playoff teams. Yeah. I mean, I'll, maybe you know, not. Maybe not. Uh, exactly. Dallas, but, but still he, all borderline. Yeah. You know that you know eight or seven to ten seeds, right, right? Which is a good place for him. It's better than. Um, you know, using him as a cornerstone yeah. of the NBA. And if he made it to Oklahoma City, their player development system oh, yeah. is awesome. It's really unbelievable. All right, so moving on, our next player on the list is Tim Hardaway Jr., who going into the NBA draft, I thought wasn't going to be anything SIP special, no, but he's apparently wowing a lot of people and has worked mm-hmm. his way up into the uh, uh, end of the first-round draft and said it could be quite a steal. Right. And I think he's going to go to the uh, Los Angeles Clippers at like the 24th or 25th pick. I that, think that's what yes, they have. 25th, in the, that's where yeah, that's what they have in the new, right new now. mock draft. But, I mean, he makes sense. Like, he'd be a good veteran guy, NBA legacy, high IQ, uh, really good athlete, capable shooter. You put him on a veteran – or you put him at like as a veteran bench guy True. on an NBA team or a uh, playoff team with some maybe some younger guys – I think he'd be good. I think the situation is all for him, mm-hmm. whether he has good mentors in the backcourt, whether he good coach, yeah, good coach. I mean, if you put him with Doc Rivers put too, him with Doc Rivers, yeah. that's right. Um, you know, again, going to someone else who has some bad shot selection sometimes, Deshaun yeah. Thomas. I think he'll be a better um, NBA player uh, than a lot of people realize. I think he'll be a second round steal mm-hmm. for people that just need a spark plug off the bench. And the cool thing about this draft is that I see a lot of guys who are going in the late first, early second, or sli- slated to go in the late first, early second that I think will make you know rotation that'll make 15 minute contributions to teams which is like anywhere from the seven to ten guy yeah oh for sure i think um you know deshaun thomas is definitely in there i see deshaun thomas going to sacramento and just kind of wasting away though because if you look at his if you look at the way he plays and kind of his i don't know just the way he carries himself on the floor sometimes where it's just like i'm gonna get buckets that's sac. Well, that's Sacramento of old. Like, yeah, who knows what is. this new uh, front office has? New in front mind. office, new, new ownership. Who knows? But um, yeah, I, I think if he goes to the to the right situation, I wouldn't mind seeing him off the bench for for my Pacers. But that'd I, be interesting. Yeah, uh, I do you really want him in Indiana after he won Mister Basketball? Or no, he came second. Didn't he, he came. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. No, he, no, he, he won that year. He went won it and went to OSU, which is why everybody was uh, thought he was a big happy. douche. Yeah, but I yeah for sure. I think. Um, I think he's a good rotation player, and I think if he's in the right, um, you know, player development, like the Pacers have fantastic player development. Right. I think you know he'd if if he's in a spot like that or the Spurs, like the, what the Spurs put Danny Green in um, this this summer mm-hmm. or not the summer, but for the finals, um, in some kind of a spot like that where where they nurture him until he gets that confidence right. and knows his bounds. Trevor Mbakwe, where do you see him going? I see him uh, making a roster. I think he'll definitely. I think this. This is the last Big Ten player that will for sure make an NBA roster. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty. I'm even though he might not get drafted. I I 
think that he's absolutely going to wow someone. In, He'd be a good D League player too. Oh yeah, and you know he'll he'll make. Um, he he's the guy that's going to come off the bench, do the dirty work for you, put in ten minutes of like just a, just you know tremendous amounts of energy. If you put him in a situation where he was like as Birdman demonstrated in the NBA Finals, just athleticism, shot blocking, just clean up buckets. Oh yeah, and he thrive know, in that. You know, and a lot of people were yeah, he's a rebounding machine. I don't think he, a year went by in college where he did where he averaged uh, under 8 or under 9 rebounds a game. I'm pretty sure he averaged for his yeah, career. I think 9 was his he minimum. He was about 9 or 10. Um you know, the the same was uh, the same was said for the kid out of Moorhead State. Oh, my gosh, with the Kenneth dreads. Fareed. Kenneth Fareed, thank you. Um, <laughs> the same was said for him because he didn't really have anything else. All he could do was be a garbage you know, garbage buckets guy off, off the boards, just grab those quick ones and put them back yeah. up. All of a sudden, he turns into a borderline all-star in Denver. Right. So you put uh, Mbakwe in the right position, I think he'll turn out fairly similarly um, to that. And now we go to the players who probably won't make – um, NBA rosters, but we'll get some some kind of professional experience. Mm-hmm. My man crush in uh, <laughs> uh, in the non-produce section this past year, Brandon Paul. I love the guy. He is just a pure gunner. There's some lightning going on in the background here. If you heard thunder. it, but it, see, even the gods love Brandon Paul right Shut now. Up. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, he's starting to gain steam because he is six four with like a six eight wingspan. Um, he very jump. long. He's very he's athletic. Very athletic. He's got range. He's definitely got NBA range and NBA uh, confidence. Quick and, trigger. And from all accounts, he's been um, a, a very high character guy. Um, True Hoop on ESPN. Uh, that blog had a interview with him, and he was really poised. He was really spot on with his answers and his humor and all of that. He's, I think he'd be a really high character um, NBA guy. I'm sold on Brandon Paul. You'd totally also love to spend Brandon an evening Paul. with him at uh, La Scala down by the uh, levee. He's, uh, he, he enjoys long walks on the beach. <laughs> I think he enjoys a nice Cabernet. No, no, I, th- I, I think Brandon Paul will make it. I think he'll make a good uh, EuroLeague career. Mm. Same with uh, Christian Watford. Sure. Christian Watford, I think, is destined for Europe. I don't think he'll even sniff NBA action. No, he's not athletic <laughs> enough. He doesn't really have it. I mean, he's a he's a definite – well, no, he's not even really the definition of a stretch four. He's just a big guy that can shoot threes and occasionally get to the hole. Sure. Um, I think he'll, he'll see some summer league action, but he won't make an NBA roster. Uh, yeah, Watford. Yeah, and then um, uh, Rodney Williams Jr. We talked about him earlier a lot. He didn't make a lot of waves at Minnesota, but he's an extremely athletic guy. Uh, can stay in front of players. Mm-hmm. Is you know a very D League type player. Um, I think he makes a D League and yeah. uh, is somebody that you might have to watch out for. You know, on the ten day contracts mm-hmm. and might sneak you know a second half contract, second half of season contract. I also know that uh, Jordan Holes is going out for Europe as well. That about does it. Uh, thank you for listening. We're we're glad to have you back, all six of you. Yep. And um, you know, hopefully, we'll come back later in the summer with uh, some more news. If anything breaks, uh, we'll probably do an emergency one. But emergency uh, podcasts hope- are always necessary. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully not no. I, I if something does hopefully well. it's, it's like vince edwards or something yeah, great exactly that'd be awesome so until next time it was a pleasure as always, signing off we love you guys see ya take care we're going big and we're picking up steam